Hey, Mel. Bri here. Gotta work from home today because the whole family caught a nasty... Daddy! Hey, Mikey! If you're gonna puke, find the popcorn bowl! But my availability is 110%. Coincidentally, so is my fever. <laughs> Kidding. Mel, I'm so cold but hot. Uh, but I'm gonna get you that budget. Just as soon as... Right. Mikey! Popcorn bowl! Press 1 to use Instacart and get your family's sick day essentials delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. Press 2 to keep working. Do not press 2. Just use Instacart. Brian. This is the Pete and Sebastian Show with Pete Corielli and Sebastian Maniscalco. Pete Biscuit! It's Jimmy from Boston. Let's forget last show because we need to discuss this Fakata social media dance challenge you two maniacs got yourselves in. I mean, in case you missed it, Biscuit busted out the stiff neck two-step challenging peedy old spider legs Corielli, who in all honesty should have been arrested for the indecency that he posted. I mean, the kid's main move can only be described as air-banging. Then he tops it off with a big finale of stomping on fire ants. I mean, I hope you don't pull out those moves on any dance floor where there are children present, kid. Pete Sebastian Show, we are back, baby! Sebastian Maniscalco on the other end. Pete Corielli here. Lou behind the glass. What's going on, Sebastian? How are we feeling today, man? Well, I just want to echo uh, Jimmy from Boston's um, commentary on the dance. And I have to say, uh, as well, um, I couldn't post it on my social media because it's X-rated, bro. <laughs> well, you know what, man? What it's cold. the hell is that? That's my wedding move, man. When I go to a wedding, I turn, I give every, like, hey, listen, Jim, you described it a little graphically, but I guess it could be called air eh, fucking. Uh, I give a hip sway to each direction, and then I move my feet at a speed that just most people put down their drink, and they're like, look at this guy go. River Bro, dance stole from me, at... guy. Oh, God. If uh, you're doing that at weddings, you better hope to God there's no invitations in the mail. Because this is, it's disturbing. I know. I might have danced myself right out of Watt's wedding. (laughs) (laughs) No, but seriously. I know. um, You tell me then why circles surround me when I start doing that. You tell me. You tell me. Because people are whispering, bro, look, this guy thinks he he knows what he's doing. They're they're, they're making fun of you, bro. I committed. You did like a, uh, you look like uh, Danny Terry warming up. You're just giving us yeah, a little, I, a I, tiny taste. I, I gave full bore. <laughs> is, is that how you picked up Jackie? Oh, no, no. We were, I picked her up with the uh, verbal dialogue. She didn't see the dance until I had her secure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Did she meet her at a wedding, though? I did. I met her at a wedding. Uh, she even had a boyfriend with her. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I just, I mean, at one point, I just, I dedicated a song to us. 
I had the DJ say, oh. and everyone was like, oh, this is dangerous. She's here with a date. But the well, guy... Did, did you know I, Did yeah. you know when you dedicated the song that she was there with a date? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. She brought oh, a boyfriend, wow. but she was the maid of honor, and I was the best man. Dude, it was love at first sight. There was nothing stopping it. The dude knew. It wasn't like I was just trying to score with it at night. At one point, I'm doing my dance, a little slower version of what you see, and I slide past her parents, who were also invited to this wedding. It was a whole, all these people from Dunkirk, and I'm coming from New York with my uh, Italian, you know, fucking New York style. I slide over to my uh, future in-laws, and I go, you got a lovely daughter. And my mother-in-law leans forward and goes, she's taken. I'm like, oh, hey, I'm just saying she's lovely. Then I walk over to DJ. I go oh. dedicate, dedicate the old diamond song to me and her. Love on the rocks. Boom. We're out there doing our thing. Done. What? Was, but was Jackie into it? Oh my God! Over the moon, dude. Over the moon. It was like uh, it was like Cupid's arrow went right through both of us. Boom. Just instant karma. I mean, she's the maid of honor. I'm the best man. The couple's literally getting married at the church, and we're just eyeballing each other across the pew. People on the church were looking at us going, look at those two. They're more in love than people getting married. And we met that day. It was insane. Oh, you didn't do like a rehearsal dinner the night before where something was kindled? This was day of? They did, they did, but I'm coming from New York, and I couldn't get to Dunkirk a day earlier. Too busy. Sorry. Mm. Popped in that day in my suit. Boom. Love at first sight. I love you. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So anyway, uh, I gave him a slight bit of my moves then, but I didn't full bore it. But by once we were in, we were in. But dude. Nothing for the commitment? I mean, you, you're not saying, as much as if you may not like the moves, I mean, isn't half a dancing committing? No, listen, you committed, definitely. I got to give you props on that, but I'm just saying, I, I called Lana over, I go, look, look at this guy, he's, he's thrusting in the air as if, uh, it's just weird, bro. But music was going move. through me, though. You don't. I feel like I feel like you could be dancing to no music because you're just in your own world. I'm feeling the music. I'm riding it. I'm like a surfer, and I'm riding the music, dude, mm. with my body. Anyway, yeah. Well, let's not try to ride any more music anytime soon. All right, no problem. I hear you. All right, that's uh, done. <laughs> So what's oh, going on man. otherwise here, man? I just got out of a massage. I'm dealing with not. It's not a massage. I'm sorry. It's 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 physical therapy coupled with uh, acupuncture. My knee has been uh, really screwed up the last week, and um, this guy I got brought it back to life. Wow. Well, I got to so tell that, you. By the way, what... Jackie's going for the Cairo because of you, man. She's already set it up. The frozen thing? I mean, Doesn't I can't work. imagine how... What? Doesn't work. <laughs> it's over. <laughs> Lou, are you not laughing? <laughs> Is Lou not there? I can't believe he's not laughing at this shit. My stomach still hurts from laughing at your dancing. <laughs> you, you were ranting and raving three weeks ago. Yeah. I did it once. I flew home. They say it doesn't even totally yeah. kick in until the... What happened? Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a scam. 
<laughs> they convinced you to run out of there like you were healed. From that day on, if I was going somewhere, I was running. <laughs> oh. Oh. oh, man. So yeah. Rogan's off. Uh, uh, Rogan's off. The, well, at least for me and my, my, um, my problem with my knee, I yeah. notice when I go in there, it actually gets worse than uh than getting better and i thought oh maybe it's just getting worse because that's the general progression of the injury but um from my understanding through the guy i just uh did work on me he goes no that 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 will uh definitely might have uh, an adverse effect on your knee Uh, so i would stay out of the cryo and i have for the last five days and i've never felt better (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so well, oh, now, this, this, this doctor is he this new one with your knee is he anti-cryro or is he just saying for you and your knee it's not good or is he just like that stuff really isn't he that he's not sold on cold therapy uh he's sold on some combination of cold and hot therapy or cold and warm therapy but uh he's not a big proponent of uh of the cryo um not to say it might not work on other people but for me apparently it was inflaming my my knee um and we had to stop so ever since i stopped and 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 i started doing these sessions with him it's definitely uh gotten better so uh tell tell your wife go see how she likes it but as far as uh treating specific injuries um might not be the best option. All right. You're taking back your Yelp comment, then. You're taking back your Yelp four stars? Mm, I'm not denying that I did feel phenomenal as I was coming out of these things. However, it's not helping the uh, the, the knee, knee, and the All knee right. is what I need to, to have treated. So right. I'm not gotcha. denying that when you come out, you're floating on cloud nine, but uh, I'm going to have to stay off the, the cryo for a bit. Gotcha. All right. There you have it, folks. Not a show, a lifestyle. <laughs> Truly, dude. <laughs> I'm telling you. So you you sent over a photo that I'd like to get into, and uh, it's a house. It's an Airbnb in Fredonia that, that is apparently right next door to you. Yeah. Um, now... And I got I to gotta tell you, bro, um, if I may, and I don't know if this is part of your story, but I'm going to jump right off to $150 a night. Dude, these are the people with the lemonade stand. I'll give you 200 to get the ad off. Mm-hmm. I, right? <sighs> I mean, what? A, the, dude, the gloves are off with these people now. Now, I'm, now I'm, I'm reaching out to Ray, the Pete and Sebastian show lawyer who listens every week. Ray, I need counsel here. I almost want to get all of our listeners to go to this site and comment that there's bed bugs. It's a shithole. And I don't know if I can legally do that. This lady is pressing my butt. I got a guy. First of all, who the fuck is coming to an Airbnb in Fredonia the other day? Uh-huh. I got two guys who do an Airbnb. They're out on the edge of my front uh, sidewalk at like 7 in the morning. My first day home from being in Montreal, they got mugs of coffee. They're smoking Marlboro Reds. I come walking out and they go, what a charming neighborhood. Oh, Florida. We're from Florida. What are you? I can get, 
Guy, what are you? This isn't the hotel lobby. I'm not another guest. It's my fucking house. <laughs> I know it's charming because it's a neighborhood. Get the fuck out of here. But, you know, Jackie's like, we can't be mean to those people. All they did was see an Airbnb and take it, right? So, I, yeah, so I, uh, yeah, interrupt me at any time because I'm hopped up. So, yeah, I, yeah. I, go ahead, go ahead. Well, then I went on to the Fredonia Town Ordinance and looked up the zoning. And, like, from the reading I saw, it said, like, you know, you have to be a, uh, in the neighborhood. The home has to constitute a family. A family described as ba 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 ba. You know, th- this is transients coming in and out. So I call the, the town board, right? The head guy. I get some guy on the, the zoning department. And I go, yeah, I'm calling about so and so house. And he goes, yeah, is this. Uh, uh, he, I, I tell him the block. And he goes, is this da 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 address? And I go, yeah, that's the house. Yeah, we got some other calls about that. No, we went there. We did an inspection. Uh, they can make an Airbnb. And I go, well, how can they make it an Airbnb? I'm looking in your zoning book, and it says it can't be one. Oh, uh, we don't have a problem with it. I don't care if you have a problem with it. The law's the law, guy. He goes, let me get my boss. The boss comes on, and he goes, yeah, uh, I just heard what you said to him, and we don't have a problem with it. I go, guy, they live there. They, they just, they, in the summertime, they go to their other house because, honestly, they, they, they're trying to sell this one, and they can't unload it. So they're trying to make some extra scratch. And they and they let vagrants come and rent it while they're uh, twenty minutes away, dude. This is. And he goes, well, you know, they're allowed to do that. I go, it's their home. You can't leave your home and rent it. I go, I got some kids on my swing set. They're parked in my driveway. Lie, double lie, but nobody knows. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, more to come, by the way. And um, and he goes, yeah, we don't have a problem with it. And I go, yeah, why would you? Let the whole town go to shit. And I hung up. So uh, then my next move was, I'm like, I'm going to leave a message with the mayor. We got this lady. She's Greek. Mayor Landis. I'm like, I'm going to leave the mayor a message, right? I call the mayor's office, right? Phone rings. All of a sudden you hear, hello, Mayor Landis. Oh, what the fuck? I hung up. (laughs) The mayor answers. Wait, 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 wait. You live in a town where you could direct call the mayor? Yeah, but you know, I think you could call de Blasio and mayor in New York City, but you're going to get a receptionist. I call. Yeah, I well, think he I is. heard the family feud on the TV in the background. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've never even heard of such a oh. thing. Yeah, and I was all ready to leave a hopped up message on some sort of machine. All of a sudden, I get this, you know. Mature Greek voice of a woman going, "Hello, may I let?" Oh, I hung right up or threw me off. I'm like, oh, I gotta regroup. I thought she would have laid into the mayor. No, do I gotta lay into the mayor? She doesn't even know the situation yet, and she's you know probably a nice woman. I just gonna, I was gonna leave a you know concern, you know neighbor message. But now that I know when you call, she answers directly. I gotta get all my p's and q's lined up. <laughs> but um, wow, that's unbelievable. So I don't know. And then I talked to my neighbor on the other side of this. Airbnb, and he's like not happy with it at all either. And so when the when they come back, they've had two two guests so far, and Jackie's like, forget it. I don't even have to pull a peep because she's chomping at the bit. Uh, and she goes, I know everything they're doing is legal, but I just plan on letting her know. Like, really? Are you kidding me? A family neighborhood, and you're doing this for a few extra? Are you kidding me? But every time they come, she, the woman comes back to clean after the last guest. She's got a kid's with her. So, you know, you can't say anything. You got to get her alone. Mm-hmm. 
I said to Jackie, I uh, here's a question to you. Can you if you if you have a problem with a, another adult, right? And they're with their child, can you say to them, Can I have a moment with you alone away from your child? Can you say that to them in front of their child? Uh depends how old the child is. All right, yeah, that's right. a fair enough. Uh let's say let's say ten and above, right? Oh yeah. Tell your t- child to go play in the yard. We got shit to talk about. Oh, I think if you said that to me, I'd be like, Sadie, stay right here. Stay right here. I don't need this fucking Italian going off on me right now. <laughs> I mean, what are you, are you doing a scene right out of the Irishman? Tell your kid to go to the, tell your kid to go swing on the fucking swing. Daddy's got to talk. Uh, Lou, do uh, we have the trailer queued up, by the way? Bro, can we just listen to your new trailer of your new movie just for the fans who may not have heard it and just to hear it once more? I think everybody in America is getting goosebumps for this shit. Do you mind? Oh, go ahead, man. Bro, trailer for The Irishman coming out. Uh, what is it? It premieres in September at the film festival, right? New York uh, Film September 27th, yeah. Uh, is it in theaters for a little while before it goes to Netflix? Yeah. Or? It th- yeah. I think it's going to be in theaters for a little bit and then the Netflix. So I don't know exactly when it's coming out in the theaters, but it's going to premiere at the uh, at the festival. Unbelievable. All right, here's the... Hello? Oh, God. Oh, my God. Hey, my friend. I got that kid I was talking to you about here. I'm going to put him on the phone and let you talk to him, Okay. Oh, God. Hello? Is that Frank? Yes. Hiya, Frank. This is Jimmy Hoffa. Glad to meet you. Glad to meet you, too, even if it's over the phone. Our friend speaks very highly of you. Thank you. Only three people in the world have one of these. And only one of them is Irish. I heard you paint houses. Oh, those bombs! No, no, Frank! Yes, I do, sir. Where are you going? Going to work. Well, you know, there's a situation going on now, Frank. Big business and the government, they're trying to pull us down. You might be demonstrating a failure to show appreciation. I know things they don't know I know. You can't miss the big picture. Sooner or later. Get that gun out of his hand! Everybody put here as a date when he's gonna go. Do you wanna be a part of this fight? Would you like to be a part of this history? Yes, I would. Whatever you need me to do, I'm available. He likes to talk, don't he? I'm sweating. I'm fucking sweating. (laughs) So, I've been getting a lot of questions. Are you in the trailer? We didn't see you. So, Lou, if you could take it back to when the guy comes out of the glass. Yeah. Okay, that is my character, but that is not me. Obviously, that is a stunt double. All right? I I thought that was your scene. 
That is my scene, but that is my voice. Now, Lou, when I come out, there is uh, almost like a, a muffled, like uh, growling and groaning. Wow, that's you. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's that's uh, that's uh, some of the ADR work that I did that I had to go back in to do because um, they wanted some kind of some growling and, and groaning when I get the when I get shot there. Wow. Cue that up. Wow. Cue that up. You're in the trailer when this thing is up for best movie of the year. You ain't in the back. <laughs> tripping over fucking stairs you're on the stage guy you might even be hosting the oscars you literally might be going up for best pictures oh the one i was in all right here it is i heard you paint houses that was (laughs) yeah bro yeah holy shit that's clearly you that's So yeah, man, that thing came out, and uh, that's my new alarm when I get up in the morning. No, 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 please. I want to meet the guy who did that little piano lick. That I can't even do with those two high keys. That's a piano I'm hearing, right? When when do you hear that? Right now. No, it's at the beginning. Beginning. Hello? Yes. Oh, whatever. Hi, you're Frank. We don't, you don't have to go to it. We all know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I don't even know what the fuck you're talking about. All right, go to it. Lou, did you even hear a piano uh, on this thing? Uh, I think it's like the, the little suspense. Ding, 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 ding. Yes. That's a piano, right? Piano. That's like a, a little um, nah, it's a piece piano. of can wood. We, yeah, it's percussion. Can we hear that again? That to... part? There we go. I got it. I got it. And missed the big picture. That's a, all right. That's yeah, a what? A stick? That's uh, one of those the uh, a xylophone. God, you know, man. Even when the guy would, that's that little thing where you hit the thing. When, yeah, oh, you get all those bars that go from large to small. Yeah, you know, like with the little with the little wooden head on it. There's almost like a little drumstick, but a wood. You know, if he brought that in for the trail, I go, what the fuck are we doing with this thing? Yeah, this, this, he beat it with that. And then as I drag him out, he goes, I'm like, bring him back in. Bring him back in. <laughs> Holy shit, I oh, like that. Man. And I tell you, you paint houses is already going to be a classic line that we never stop saying. And then the last line Pesci said about uh, he likes to talk, doesn't he? Yeah, those are going to. Oh, yeah. Do you know that the, the, that, the one yeah. the one line I loved out of this trailer was uh, you, it's you're demonstrating uh, something about being ungrateful. Lou, could you get back to that where he's talking to Pacino? You might be demonstrating a failure to show appreciation. Oh, oh God! You're Man. demonstrating a failure. I love that line. You know, you gotta wonder if like. You know, Morgan Freeman and, uh, you know, some of those old timers get together and make those movies and nobody watches them. But then these three fucking guys in their 70s get together and were salivating. (laughs) 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 Right? Remember when they all went to outer space? The old guys went to outer space one last time and... 
That first film Pete's talking about is called Space Cowboys. Then they robbed a bank of some shit. They right? They left. And the second film Pete is trashing is titled Going in Style. Uh, but this thing I can't. Now, do you remember the album? The Wu Tang Clan made an album that some rich guy bought. Mm-hmm. And now, did anyone, by the way, ever hear that album? Was it any good? No, it was a piece of shit. Because, like, what what do you think if, like, some Saudi billionaire came along and offered Scorsese and all of them, like, $1 billion for that movie? And then they took that movie and they only let people see it like a rare tiger. If you're invited to the house, you get to see the Irishman. <laughs> <laughs> but all you guys get paid from uh, as if the billion dollars were box office receipts so you know and that would because man i don't know i hope this thing it's hard because everyone's so hyped for it dude you know it's got to be amazing i think this is gonna be a blockbuster oh it is without a doubt i just hope it ends up in the classic genre with goodfellas casino donnie brosco awesome awesome you going to are you oh, yeah. going to uh, New York for that thing on September twenty seventh? New York, yes, I will be there for the um, for the uh, for the premiere. Absolutely, walking the red carpet and probably sitting <clears throat> in mezzanine three. <laughs> you might be demonstrating a failure to show appreciation. This is huge. Raycon, I don't know if you people have ever tried these earbuds. Uh, They were kind enough to send me a pair. Not only did I not touch them with my fingers the entire workout, it literally felt like I was having a personal concert on my treadmill right in front of me. From Bono to Billy Joel. Just you put those Raycons on, any kind of music you like will come in nice, clean. Just you don't even know they're on. Lou, didn't you get a pair? Yeah, they, they sent me a pair, and I'm a wire guy. I've never had a wireless set, and these are great, man. You could do anything with them. They fit your ear well. That's why I never had them before. I didn't realize how well they were going to fit inside your ear, and they sound great. Yeah, and you know, once you go wireless, same thing. Like, I left my, my Raycons at home one day, and I had to go back to my wires. Oh, my God. I felt like I was walking in with a record player on my lap. Right, right. Yeah, you don't even know they're in there. And listen, Raycon earbuds started half uh, half the price, actually, of other premium wireless earbuds. I was pretty surprised when I saw that. And they sound just as good. The company was actually co-founded by Ray J and celebrities like Snoop Dogg and Cardi B, who Sebastian's going to be hanging with, hosting the MTV Video Awards. I'm pretty sure Cardi B will be there, right? Raycon's E50 are comfortable and easy to bring with you everywhere you go. Stylish, too. Discreet. And, of course, as we said, no dangling wires. Go to... Buyraycon.com slash DJ Lou to get 20% off your order. That's buy, B-U-I, Raycon, R-A-Y-C-O-N, dot com slash DJ Lou for 20% off Raycon wireless earbuds. If you've been eyeing a pair, now's the time to get an amazing deal. Right now, before we get into the Christmas season and everything gets jacked up, one more time, buyraycon.com slash DJ Lou. in Montreal and at one point I'm backstage talking with a few comics and this talking about meditating and I go yeah no I don't meditate and, and then one lady was walking me out it was this TV taping and she was walking me up to like where you wait and as we're walking I go uh, I go I don't know man like 
do you meditate? And she goes, oh, yeah. I go, for how long? And she's like, usually 20 minutes a day. And I go, all right. So, like, I take naps for 20 minutes a day all the time, my whole life. If I sat there for 20 minutes and just kept saying, I love flowers, I love flowers, wouldn't I be more tired than napping? And she said to me, well, you know, napping is a form of meditation. And I go, well, when I nap, I go, I mean, I nap to the point where I go, when I wake up, I don't even know where I am. But I remember that when I went down, I told myself I'm in a safe environment and I'm not in a rush. And she goes, that's deep meditation. I go, really? She goes, yes, I'm a, a licensed psychiatrist and you're doing what you're doing is very deep meditation. I go, I've been doing that since I was 18. Bro, that's why my hair's not graying as quick as some of my friends. That's why I'm, you know, staying in relatively good shape except for the bum hip. I've been meditating Without even knowing it. I'm so fucking ahead of the game. It's scary, bro. I'm fascinated that you're telling yourself before you go to bed you're in a safe place. Lou, do you do that? <laughs> no. No, only for my naps because when I nap, when I break, well, dude, I, I don't know how people can go a whole day without napping. My body says you need to shut it down for 20 minutes and regroup. And when I do that, my I'm out, bro. I'm out. So when I wake up, I know I didn't go to bed for the nighttime. So I'm like, well, where am I? I forgot. You know, I'm on a couch. I'm in a hotel, you know. So I tell myself when I lay down, I go, just remind yourself when you wake up, this is one of those times you're not in a rush. You're in an okay place to wake up and don't worry about it. So then when I wake up and my eyes are still closed, I go, I don't know where I am. But I remember that I went down. I told myself I was in a safe place. So let's open them up and see. Oh, you might. What? You, you might have early onset Alzheimer's. Who the Alzheimer's hell? This guy. I think he's not remembering where they are after twenty minutes. Uh, somebody who's doing deep meditation, guy. I'm fucking practically Hindu. <laughs> <laughs> saying a mantra like you're supposed to i'm in a safe place I'm oh yeah safe place but i don't say it over and over that's a little bouncy i just say it once and i don't dedicate my fucking nap to any of you guys either <laughs> like they do with that other shit so anyway now i've been saying to jackie i gotta meditate and she's like yeah would you meditate it's a nap <laughs> you kidding so oh man you're hindu <laughs> Allow your mind to settle into your breath. Bring your awareness into your heart. And mentally repeat to yourself, I love myself just as I am. I love myself just as I am. The Pete and Sebastian Show. I love myself just as I am. Now mentally repeat that to yourself a few times. One more, one more. You remember the words? Yes. Scramble eggs. No, scramble eggs. Scramble eggs. Scramble eggs. Three, four. Scramble eggs. Oh, my baby, how I love your legs. Not as much as I love scrambled eggs Oh, we should eat 
some scrambled eggs, waffle fry. Oh, my darling, how I love your thighs. Not as much as I love waffle fry. Uh, I saw a video of you cooking. Dude, what is going on? Rocco the Spirito has got nothing on you. <laughs> Have you thought about having uh, your publicist and Judy get you on one of those competitive things where, like, you know, you and Rocco have a half hour, this is the meal, and you got to run through, well, you wouldn't be running through the grocery store, but you got to make something in 30 minutes? You know, I never subscribe to the um, cooking as a game or a competition or a, having a time limit. When I cook... I sit three hours. I get involved with the vegetables and the cutting and the mincing and the the ingredients. This ain't a race, you know. I I hear you. I, I like to enjoy the experience. I never I never got into this. Uh, okay, we have four ingredients. Make something. You know, <laughs> I need the refrigerator to open it up, see what we got, start pulling out drawers. What type of onion we got in here? Do we got any uh, spice, some peppers, maybe some rosemary? You know, that's the way I do it. Does the uh, does the meal you're making affect the tunes that you're going to tell Alexa to play as you're cooking? Like there is like, no music while I cook. Really? You if you're cooking Italian, you're not playing a little Sinatra in the background? I'm not saying I haven't. Generally speaking, my meditation is cooking. Oh. All I right. like it silent. I like it quiet. I like to kind of marinate in my own thoughts. Uh yeah, it, huh. it calms me down. And what I've done now with the cooking is I went full bore. I uh, from Amazon. I went ahead and ordered myself some a chef's coat, along with the chef's pants and some Crocs. And uh, you could literally put me at uh, Spago in Beverly Hills, and they would know the difference. Are you saying for when you're going to entertain and you're cooking for guests, you want to wear that? No, oh, I'm wearing that while Lana's giving Serafina a bath. And I'm downstairs dressed in full regalia. Why can't you? The meal. Why can't you just wear your street clothes? Wait, wait, you're wearing the white pants, the white shirt with the white apron and the white hat. No, there's no hat involved. What it is uh, is a chef coat. It's not an apron. And, you know, it's like one of those coats. Uh, um, like a lab a coat it's almost. A, yeah, yeah. Okay. Like a lab coat where, you know, I could put like a thermometer on the on the arm, you know? Oh my then, god, you mean business. Yeah, bro. No, you know, I was cooking in street clothes and it's like, you know, on game day does uh does Watt wear sandals on the field? No, he gets he, in a uniform. You're absolutely right. Does it get hot in that thing? No, it's it's breathable. Um, I uh, I just started wearing it, so I've worn it tw- worn it twice already. And uh, I just cooking in uh, whatever sweatpants and a t shirt. Sometimes I would get a little oil splash on the pants. It'd be hard to get out. I'm like, you know what? Let me just have a outfit dedicated to cooking. And um, you know, after the meal is done, I'll take it off and put on some jeans and a t shirt and come down to eat like a human being.
Are we recommending this to uh, the listeners? Uh, you cooking at home, your average meal, slap on the coat? I would highly recommend those of the listeners that are out there to definitely get yourself, um, you know, you don't got to go full bore with the coat, but definitely an apron. Um, even the apron, I just don't. It's hard to wear an apron and look. I don't know. It's just it's just you look like a, a housewife from the fifties, you know. Napkins on the lap. The family awaits service. Pleasant, unemotional conversation helps digestion. A chef coat is just a statement. I feel like though I've seen like them cooking in uh, the Godfather and Goodfellas where they're wearing the apron and they just they kind of made it okay. They made it okay for men to do that. I think I the apron, if you didn't put it over your neck and maybe folded it, that part down and tied it around your waist, absolutely, that would you it, could get away with. With a with a well, cloth of some sort dangling over your shoulder for the hand yeah. wipe. Yeah, that's manly. Totally. Yeah, but once you put the thing around your neck, what are you wearing a fucking sundress? Two clicks back to Kansas. <laughs> Come on, I'm right there with you. Oh, man. This is fantastic, man, that you're banging out the full garb. I mean, you're really, you got the golf, you got the cooking, but, uh, you know, I guess the showers, that slowed down, right? We're not doing that anymore? Showers have slowed down, although I am, we're down to two a day, one in the morning, one at night. There's not a midday shower that's happening, but uh, I'm happy with uh, what I'm doing uh, shower-wise. I'm also happy with the... Um, and I got to tell you, this is a new wrinkle. I, uh, I'm starting to learn photography. Really? There's no, I know. listen, there is no stopping you. <laughs> <laughs> that is because I am a Renaissance man. What are, you, what are you photographing, bro? I have a real problem with photography. Everyone with a camera thinks they're a photographer. Okay, well. I'm looking at my family. I'm looking at the photos we're taking. And yeah, the iPhone is an unbelievable uh, piece of technology. You know, in the palm of your hand at any moment, you could take a video or you could take a photo of your kids, your family, what have you. But as I'm looking through the, f uh, the photos on the iPhone, I'm looking to get some real cool photos, some composition laying down i got this idea from um uh um, friends of ours that have uh, three kids and we went over to their house for a party and the husband was literally on the floor like he was on his belly taking like ground shots of the kids and then I, i'm like looking at him i go what is the hell is this guy doing <clears throat> And uh, I go, you know, like, of course, you know, like, all right, we, we can't just like stand up and take the shot. We got to get out our belly. Right. Then he sent me some of the photos. I'm like, I got to get a camera and start taking army crawl shots. Yeah. This this guy knows what he's doing. Yeah. No. All right, he's got the uh, the Nikon probably where he's twisting the neck. Twisting the, the yeah, lens. He's, yeah, yeah, he's he's going right through the viewfinder. He ain't doing any of that, like looking at the screen. This guy's old school, nineteen seventy eight, with his eyeball right into the viewfinder, boom, composing beautiful photographs. So, yeah. I definitely uh, uh, had a little lesson on uh, what was it Monday? 
um, and now I'm uh, I'm I'm piped in. So yeah, a lot of lot of hobbies going on for me over here, and uh, I don't know how long these are gonna last because I'm going on the uh, the road soon. Yeah, there there's a lot going on here at the house. The Renaissance man, a model of versatility. After we spoke and I had more time at Montreal, I ended up having a kind of, I want to talk to you about a night I had. So, um, yeah. first of all, the shows went great. I was doing my own shows all week. Everybody, we have a lot of cast listeners who are out there, man, uh, especially Saturday night. So thank you, everyone who came to the shows in Montreal. I had a great time. I had such a good time, dude. When I was going home on Sunday, I was half expecting a call that I won comedian of the festival. <laughs> I'm like, is my cell phone not on? I mean, yeah, you know, you get your own world. I'm like, hey, my shows were fucking great. I had a blast. Although then I had to go do my practice run for I was doing a TV taping thing. And um, I do my one night, I do my hour show. And then I have to go to this other venue uh, and do a show where I just do that seven minutes for the woman, for the TV show. You know how that thing goes. But they have to make sure you we see what you're saying, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I get to that show, and on the show is like uh, uh, Alonzo Bowden is hosting it. Great, great guy. I've known him for years. Uh, Fred Armisen from that show Portland is on it. Pete Holmes is on it. The Sklaw brothers are on it. Um, by the way, I, I was hanging out a bit with Pete Holmes. Never met him before. I mean, that guy can't be any nicer. What a nice guy. Super cool guy. Fred Armisen is a good, cool guy. Love the Sklaw brothers. Known them for years. So... After that show, the Sklaw brothers were heading over to some big, uh, I forget, it's the roast, the roast battle, and it's the oh, final, yeah. and it's the finals, and they were going against Jimmy Carr, that uh, English comedian, who's like mm -hmm. the master of the roasts. Wait, who's going up against them, Sklar's? Yeah, and the judges are like Neil Brennan, Pete Holmes, and um, Michael Che from Saturday Night Live. So um, they're really nervous in the green room, and they're going over their jokes, and Pete Holmes is giving them a couple other jokes and shit. And I'd never seen a roast. And Brian Moses, I ran into him, who runs the whole thing, and he's so such a nice guy. He's like, Pete, you got to come over to one of these roasts and check it out. So uh, I get out in front, and the place is packed, right? And I'm like, oh, shit. And then I see Neil uh, Brennan, and he's like, uh, I'm like, hey, what's up, Neil? And he's like, hey, what's going on? I'm going to host the uh, the thing. I'm hosting the roast. And I go, oh, I was hoping to see it. And he's like, well, come on with me. We'll go into the green room. So I go in the back, and I'm in the green room, and it's like me and, uh, like I said, all those guys, Michael Che, Neil Brennan, Pete Holmes, and uh, everyone's really nice. I've known Michael Che for a while, and I've known all these guys. Now, Blake Griffin is in the green room. There's only like 10 of us in there. And, you know, Blake Griffin, the basketball player. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm like, I, you're in my head because you're like, so I don't say hi to people. I don't bother people. But like there were times he was right next to me, like almost in the same conversation. And then when I left, I'm like, what the fuck? Why didn't I lean over and go, hey, Blake, I'm comedian. I'm a comedian. Pete Corielli. Uh, nice to meet you. I mean, uh, What's wrong with you? Don't... <laughs> yeah, you, I tell you what's wrong with you. You, you pulled a me with Nick Kroll there. 
And he, you know, I mean, he's not going to look over at me and go, hey, I'm Blake. Why would he do that, right? It's, I got to, I dropped well, the ball. Why not? I mean, well, because there's a pecking order, right? Well, I mean, you could just introduce yourself. Maybe some people don't know basketball, don't know comedy, and just, hey, my name's Blake. How you doing? Hey, Pete, how you doing? I mean, if there's somebody famous, are you obligated to go up to them and, 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 and just, Hey, what's going on? My name's Pete. Oh, my name's Blake. I mean, maybe. But it was almost, there was so few people there. You make a good point, but there were so few people there that if he wasn't famous, I probably would have said, hey, I'm Pete. And he would have yeah, said, hey, I'm saying. Blake. Yeah, but because he is famous, I didn't say that. Because, like, you know, I don't, ah, I don't know. I dropped it. I, you know what? Just. I think you, you, you're in your head too much. You just got to oh, go react. My head, you, know? you flew across the country ne- sitting next to Nick Kroll. Yeah. And I'm didn't not, acknowledge I'm not, him. I'm not saying that I'm, <laughs> I'm any better. I'm in my head constantly. <laughs> I mean, you're talking to the, <laughs> to the waiters at most of the functions you go to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh. No, I'm, 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 hey, listen, I love talking to staff, bro. Yeah, I don't know. I think I got thrown off when I kind of when I kind of threw myself out there with Vince Vaughn in season three of the Pete and Sebastian show, and I told you I met him, and he didn't seem enamored by my compliments, and it's like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, I don't think you got to come in heavy with the uh, with the compliments. I think you just got to like, hey, you know, this is a guy. I'm a guy. What's going on? And then uh, I, you if know, you act like you don't know him, though, and you start talking. Can you then say you know him as the conversation begins? Yeah, but it's kind of like, don't you reach a level of fame where you got to be like, I don't want to sound conceited, but if you don't know me, what do you live in a fucking cave? (laughs) You know, (laughs) I mean, they say Tom Cruise still always says, hey, I'm Tom, which is a very classy Scientology move. Anyone looking for a religion sounds like they class it up over there. (laughs) (laughs) So, but, uh, yeah, you know what do you think? Like, you're going to pretend you don't know Vince Vaughn and then halfway through go, I got to be honest, I loved you at Wedding Crashes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think even if you pretend he's going to be able to go, oh, they're doing the old I don't know you move. Yeah, I think I think you got to come in with something. Just say, hey, man, what's going on? Off season? I mean, yeah. I don't, maybe something like that. Or no. hurt. You're right now. Just uh, hey, man, how you doing? You look good. No, not you look good. See already, you look good. What oh, am yeah. I? I <sighs> should be like, hey, good to see you, man. Uh, you're a hell of a ball player. T- <laughs> oh God. Oh man, yeah, you're my yeah, favorite you well. black guy with red hair since Dennis Johnson <laughs> played for the Celtics. <laughs> what happened? I, I don't know, Lou. Is that an edit? No way. All right. Uh, yeah. Oh. Oh, look, you say one thing, semi-racial, Lou, and he pretends he can't hear. I love it. Oh, as Mike went out, that's what his publicist said. If Pete says something that makes you uncomfortable, just pretend you can't hear. You pull those wires out as fast as you can. Oh, yeah. Protect the image at all costs. Don't come back till after the Manscaped commercial. (laughs) What's up? I'm here to talk about Manscaped. Yes, we've discussed this one before. You know what this is all about, okay? 
Manscaped is designed in every way to help the man groom himself, keep himself tight, as they say. All sorts of stuff. When you go to manscaped.com, does this come with? It comes with everything from grooming tips to tools. There's no other way to put it. They even bring you, give you a buzzer, an electric buzzer that yeah you can use for downstairs, and that's what a lot of the millennials are using it for. But me in Montreal. Brought my Manscaped buzzer, did a nice job on the back of my neck by myself and my sideburns before the shows, two of the five nights. Manscaped hooked me up. Plus, I had a little little Manscaped cologne tightened up, and I felt confident. And that's what happens when you go to Manscaped. You go to Manscaped, and it makes you feel confident about yourself as a man, guys. Over one million men have confidently Manscaped with Manscaped's precision-engineered Tools. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code DJLU at manscaped.com. Guys, you're not getting chicks. You can't figure out why. Go to manscaped.com and now you'll know why you're worrying. You got that, that neck hair on your back. Come on, what is that? that? That on the back of your neck? Always use the right tools for the job. Go to manscaped.com. Use the code DJLU and uh, the women will thank you. Your balls will thank you. Hey. How about that Watt photo with Mick Jagger? What's your take on the photo? Because I got to tell you, uh, it's blurred. It's, it's not blurred. Mick Jagger's an angel. And when you take a photo of him, it's a little <laughs> blur. <laughs> it's true. He's in all white for a reason, dude. Oh, he's he's a Greek god. He's truly a Greek god. Do you see the way Watt is hugging him like like gingerly, like he's hugging Gandhi or the Pope? I mean, that's that's it, that's it, holiness. Oh, you that's holiness right there. Well, because he's he's seventy six years old and frail. Well, that too. Well, but Watt still. holds him any any tighter, it might break. I, I, well, listen, yeah, listen. You got your theory. I got mine. It's a gentle hold, like a like a big white. Feather or butterfly. I mean, Mick Jagger doesn't die, dude. He just lives and lives. The guy's. <laughs> is there a bigger photo you can get? I mean, you know, you almost getting the the trifecta with Stallone, Pacino, and De Niro. That you know, that's that's right there with it. Uh, I can't imagine what photo you're going to get September 27th. But in okay, the rock so and roll world, is there a bigger is photo? The, is this the is this the biggest guy? Other than the Pope. I don't know. The Pope. But even, dude, we saw that video where the Pope was ripping his hand away. I mean, even if the Pope was yeah, hugging yeah, me yeah. the whole time, I think the Pope, Pope would be going, get this fucking Guido off of me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that guy just does not seem friendly. But yeah, I don't. Do you think it gets bigger than hugging Jagger, you guys? Uh, Lou, I, I refer to you here. Is there a bigger rock star who ever lived? I don't think so, and especially since um, Paul McCartney's been a lot more accessible lately in his later years. Like Mick is just royalty. Um, we got to pump the brakes, though. Uh, we were doing a live, and you just added of all time. All right, now. Uh, uh, well, why you, is there someone dead could, that was bigger? If, if you could hug, if we were going to hug <laughs> the biggest musical icon of all time. Is hugging Mick Jagger bigger than hugging Michael Jackson and a little more legal? <laughs> <laughs> How about 
if you want to stay living. Okay, right? living. This is, and we're talking. You okay. want a photo on your wall, like Watt has hugging Mick Jagger. That's what this is about. Okay. All right, the hug photo. It, is it Mick Jagger? Uh huh. Bruce Springsteen. Okay. Um, Elton John. Mm. Yeah. Bono. <laughs> or Steven Tyler. By the way, I think I could hug three of those guys by next Wednesday. <laughs> so it's fucking Mick Jagger. Are you kidding me? Uh, Number two is probably Keith Richards. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the For Pete's Sake Tour is underway. I had an awesome time playing Montreal all week and Toronto. Um... Now we're just getting ready to kick it into high gear. Starting up right after the summer ends, September 5, 6, and 7, I'm hitting the Comedy Connection in East Providence, Rhode Island, one of my favorite clubs. Then it's off to Buffalo, October 19th for the Trout Music Hall. Pittsburgh on October 26th. In New York City, November 2nd, Gramercy Theater. Those tickets are going, baby. I'm psyched. Park West in Chicago on November 9th. Boston on the November 16th and San Fran on the 23rd. So, I mean, you know, go to PeteCorelli.com. I hope you can make one of these shows. Uh, it's really going to be a lot of fun, man. The Pete's Sake Tour is underway. Oh, for Pete's sake, I'm coming anyway. Dates here. So, Tulsa, Oklahoma, September 12th. Thackersville, Oklahoma, September 13th. Wichita, Kansas, September 14th. Charlotte, the 25th and the 26th. Dayton, Ohio, the 28th. And Rochester, New York, on October 3rd. SebastianLive.com. Thank you once again for tuning in to the Pete. And Sebastian Show, we will catch you next week, same time. show has ended. smell of the leftover tuna fish sandwich you left in your lunchbox over the weekend in a wimpy trash bag. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy! Blech. And this is the smell of that same sandwich in a hefty, ultra-strong trash bag. Hefty, hefty, hefty! Ah, <sighs> smell the difference? Hefty Ultra Strong has Arm & Hammer with continuous odor control, so no matter what's inside your trash... 
Hmm. You can stay one step ahead of Stinky. And for bigger jobs, try the superior strength of hefty large black bags. This is the smell of a warm three-day-old egg salad sandwich in a wimpy trash bag. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy! Blech! And this is the smell of that same sandwich in a hefty, ultra-strong trash bag with new Fabuloso lemon scent. Hefty, hefty, hefty! <sighs> smell the difference? When life gives you stinky, get hefty, ultra-strong with new Fabuloso lemon scent. It smells like clean, freshly picked lemons. So no matter what's inside your trash, you can stop the stink and smell the lemon.